You seem timid. Everything we worked on. You okay? Are you choked on your tongue right now? Don't make me do the Heimlich. Okay, let's have a little thing called fun. F-U-N. Let's get in. Everybody in. Travel back in time to the 70s. Reliving the style. You know, I work on my hair a long time, and you, and you hit it. He hits my hair. The scandals. People have got to know whether or not their presidents are crook. Well, I'm not a crook. And the excess. Fast, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 70s. A dynamite! Hey, hey, it's your host, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com, and we are back in the 70s, unfortunately. <laughs> hey, I'm here with my co-host, Kathy Wass. Hello, everyone. And the mild-mannered and slightly foamy. <laughs> it's been so long, we've regressed to the 70s. Right. I know. I love it. But this is the decade I really thrived in. <laughs> oh. From year zero to year 10, I was oh, no. aces. I was a star at summer camp. I was a great student. I had even bigger hair. Uh, let's, so let's rock the 70s. Yeah. Okay. So Huge Captain Teal fan, too. Are you? Yeah. Wow. Who wasn't? Uh, me. <laughs> Do you remember the TV show? Do you remember the TV show? Oh, yeah. 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 I remember my Super Watermelon. It was the thing? decade of variety shows. It was. Remember? Yeah. Everyone had one. Yeah. It's episode number 80, but we're talking about the 70s, and yes, that makes it our April Fool's joke, too. Yes. To all our listeners who've waited for a month for us to talk about the 80s again, yeah. it's not going to happen today. We are talking about the seventies, but mainly <laughs> we we're talking. We changed format, like yeah. when the local Sorry. radio station yeah. here decided they Next, were going to play. Stairway right now, to when you said that, <laughs> for Bass hours. Note, who was listening to the show in the car, like you sons of bitches, <laughs> he like <laughs> he steered off the road. He's been waiting so long, based on, and then we hit him with seventies. Seventies, yeah. I know it. Special shout out to all the fans who have been emailing us over the last month while we've been on a hiatus. Uh, our one fan in the Ukraine actually uh, volunteered oh. to firebomb the embassy there if, he, if we didn't come back. So I thought wow. it was probably important that we did. Which embassy? Our embassy? Our embassy in the Ukraine. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. So, that's so terrible. It is terrible. Why not just write a strongly worded note? <laughs> <laughs> I guess he just didn't feel that in these days and times that would have much effect. But uh, We're doing so, all 70s stuff. It's going to be a 16-hour show. We're yep. covering the entire decade. Kathy, what were yeah. you like in the 70s? I was a big geek. <laughs> I was. Ooh, so when did that, so no, when did that change? Uh-huh. Shut <laughs> up. I'm so much cooler than you. Hello. I'm cooler than cooler you. Cooler among the hipster cooler geeks. Cooler than you and Steve combined. You know that. Oh, but you're right. That doesn't say a whole lot. No, you're uh, stuck in the asylum. <laughs> you're <laughs> crazy. Asylum. You're local. What? So what? Steve was how old in the 70s? Steve 30? was 37. <laughs> In 1977, and uh, yeah, what was it like? What was it like in your 30s <laughs> in, in, your the 70s 30s 70s in the 70s? Getting my driver's license in 19, <laughs> the same year Nixon got reelected, and uh, uh, f- fighting in Nam. Uh, Any no. other jokes? No? <laughs> no, that's it. I think. Hey, let's start off by talking about television in the 70s. What television okay. shows do you guys remember, and which ones, especially which ones kind of carried over into the 80s? There's only one television show to remember from the 70s, and that's... Steve Austin, astronaut, a man barely alive. 
Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. We have the capability to make the world's first bionic man. Steve Austin will be that man. Better than he was before. Better. Stronger. Faster. The six million dollar man. <laughs> uh. Let me tell you how pivotal that was to me. I was so obsessed with it. I had all the, the, the characters, including Oscar Goldman with the exploding oh, yeah, briefcase. Right. Remember because the exploding that's because briefcase? Mom wouldn't get you the six million dollar yeah. man. I, but no, I had him and you could look through the eye and it was all it'd be get greasy and dirty and then you couldn't really mm-hmm. see through it. But the show is how I learned how to tell time. When we would be driving somewhere, and I'd be like, eh, 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 in the back, yeah, in the back seat, <laughs> and they'd be like, Sean, one more six, meaning one more six million dollar man. That means one more hour, and I'd be like, okay, you know. And wow, I'd, and, and I'd I'm myself. the big geek. <laughs> that that might be the scariest mind. thing ever. One more six million. It's a cute, charming story. That's how I told time okay. by the six million dollar man. Most of us learned how to tell time from, say, Sesame Street. Right. No, I was terrified of the count. Tra- or what, count? The count? The count. Oh, oh my he's God. my and favorite. The, and I didn't like the, the guy, the, the chef that would plummet down the steps spilling pies. <laughs> terrified of him. I saw him as a threat. Wow. <laughs> to your dessert? <laughs> to your dessert. But the $6 million man, come on, Spears. You had to love six. You Steve Austin, man. We can rebuild him. Do you remember the episode that involved Bigfoot? <laughs> Do I? There was more than one. <laughs> That show, to, to this day, that I still have did nightmares. Jump the shark. Then, I still no? have. Not, yeah, that was the official jump the shark moment. In so. fact, the jump the shark reference is, is a the 70s, 70s reference itself. No, yeah. I'm not ready to go to Happy Days yet. Yes. I want to stay. Oh, yeah, on this. Let's stay on no, Bigfoot man. for one more no. second. <laughs> I still to this day have All nightmares about Bigfoot. Here's why I hate. It. I wish they could have made it Bigfoot because it really. Remember they pull off Bigfoot's face and it's a robot. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, they pulled off Thanks his face. Thanks for uh, reigniting my face. Na- face I'm even more afraid it. of robots than I but am let Bigfoot. Me, but let you me spoiled it for everyone. Out I had the there. Choose Your Own Adventure, Six Million Dollar Man books, and but the greatest thrill of my life was going to Universal Studios in in, in California, and you get to take the tram <gasps> through the rotating no. tunnel that goes ooh and like when Six Million Dollar Man. Yes. Steve Austin can't get through it, and it's spinning. It's oh, awesome. But even better when I went there. And when I was probably, it was probably 1977, mm-hmm. Lindsay Wagner was Ooh, the on the woman. set and I saw her. Oh my God. When we were on great. the little tram. I like ride. Bionic Woman. Oh, I want to throw this out there and then we can move on. Okay. And I don't know if I imagine this, <laughs> but does anybody remember a Bionic Woman where she, the whole, the whole episode takes place in this building where this voice, she's got to get through, it's like a maze in a building. And this voice is like talking to her and she's like, and there she goes to a dark room and the voice is like, she's like, oh, Bionic Woman. There are snakes everywhere. And she's like, no, I hate snakes. But you must go forward, Bionic Woman. Do you guys remember that one? Mm. I, I might have dreamt it. You might have Somebody dreamt, out there and stuck in the 70s slash Raiders 80s of the Lost Ark. No, no, sure. no, no. It's a great one. She's got to get through it. Somebody, please email Steve. Tell me you remember that Bionic. What was her name? Jamie Summers. Jamie. Tell me you remember that episode. It terrified me. All right, we can move on. <laughs> Jump the shark. Okay, Kathy. This show is jumped to shark. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite TV show from the 70s, Kathy? Favorite? I think, well, there were a couple. I don't know. I loved uh, Hardy Boys, but that oh, was because... Yeah. Oh, I got a whole story to tell about uh, Pamela I... Sue Martin, Nancy well, no. Drew. Because I was, well, I was in love with Sean Cassidy. He was my very first love. 
You know, they're remaking the Hardy Boys into a movie, and I believe it's starring. It's the Owen brothers. I mean, the Wilson no, brothers. No, Tom, Owen and Tom, Tom Cruise and Ben Stiller. Right. Yep. I know that look of dismay is completely so appropriate. Wrong. What Tom? Tom who? Cruise is Tom trying. Cruise? Cruise. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Sorry. My childhood ruined right here by you. You would be the first childhood ruined by Tom Cruise. No, or the- no, or the last. But I also loved, I don't know if you guys remember this, it, the name of the show changed. It was James at 15, and then it was James at 16. No. You kind of look like that was? kid. Oh, thanks. No, you kind of look like that guy. Like <laughs> You could be his like sister. That. No, he's handsome. Yeah, I'm not that you're handsome. Not that I'm handsome. No, no, okay. no. You're an, you're an attractive have, young yeah. woman. But I'm just saying that uh, <laughs> that was a weird show. I love, well, yeah. I don't like but. all those shows that dealt with like youthful sexuality. I was uncomfortable. I'd rather have Bigfoot with Big it. Bigfoot, there you go. <laughs> like Jamie Summers. But, yeah, yeah. That creeped me out, all that stuff. Because my parents in the 70s were also really intent on thrusting the Where, I, where, do, where Did I Come From book on me. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Jesus Christ, I was only nine. <laughs> what, what are you <laughs> doing like, to me? No. You don't remember that? My mom. Where were you guys in the 70s? The, my mom where gave do I come from book. with like naked people having yeah, sex? Yeah, but my cartoons? mom gave it to me for like my birthday last year, and I kind of <laughs> told her it's a little late, mom. Right. <laughs> but thanks. Kind of thanks for the thought. For, for the 70s, I'm going to go with the, the entire Happy Days franchise. So I'm going to go with Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, Joni Loves Chachi, and of oh, course. Oh, no. Uh, no, don't uh, go there. Mork and, Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy, yeah. So. Nanu, nanu. I could do without anything. I could, I, Joni loves Chachi. Ixnay on that. No. no. Well, it only lasted, I think, three or four yeah. episodes. So I think, uh, you know, yeah. no harm, no, no foul. I think it was probably longer than that. Was okay. Joni loves Chachi in the 70s? Though? I don't think so. No, I think... Yeah, no, I, I think, was, some, I think it carried into, like, it was French. 82 to 83. It was, and speaking of which, we've already touched on these two... You say fringe, I think. That's his, that's his new word he's trying to get going. What? Hey, you're fringe. Okay, I Maybe thought he was trying to right. say it was French, like it was big in France. What's or Mean Girls? What is, what, have you seen Mean Girls? What is she? Uh, fetch. Fetch. Fe- that's so fetch. That's uh, Spears is his fringe. Dude, you're French. <laughs> On that note, we're switching the, t- the topic completely. Let's talk about the films of the 70s. Okay, you've got to remember all the. Pretty much, I couldn't watch any of the really good films in the 70s. That was a very good decade, but no, didn't see them all until. Uh, the entire Emmanuel series. <laughs> Joni loves Emmanuel. <laughs> oh. Mark and Emmanuel. No. Uh, Laugh it up, fuzzball. Sorry. All right. Whoops. Whoops. You said you haven't seen it, but you've probably break. seen more of them than you think. Star Wars, obviously. Oh, well, totally. Yeah. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh. oh. Walked out of that. I In the th- movie theater, the only movie I remember ever walking out of, and I directly trace my irrational fear of Richard Dreyfuss <laughs> to that movie. The only Richard Dreyfuss movie I can sit through is Jaws, and that's because every time I think he's the one that's going to get his legs cut, chopped off. No love for the goodbye girl? Oh, my God. No, you don't understand. It's irrational, but it's real. If there could be a phobia of Richard Dreyfuss named, like, Dreyfuss... You'd want it? I'd want it, because Interesting. He, oh, yeah. Now, that, came, that comes on cable all the time still. I cannot sit through it. I still don't know exactly what it's about. Close Encounters? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I sort of I don't guess. know. I, I watched that halfway it's, through. It's, I never, I never walked This is one of those shows where I totally disagree with you guys it's throughout mm-hmm. the entire it's thing. Yep. Close Encounters is genius. No. 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 What? No. 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 Never going to get it Really bad. 
Why? What were you afraid of? You were afraid like you were the little kid. You know, like the ma- the mashed potato know. mountain. No, I mixed the mountain. Devil's Tower. It just no. made me hungry. What are you guys, communists? I was afraid of Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> That's all I, I know. Love Dreyfus in that. <sighs> now the other, of course, the other kind of weird uh, franchise that gets started in the uh, aside from Star Wars, the other weird, fran- yeah. not weird franchise, the whole Rocky franchise gets started oh, in the seventies. Yeah? I saw Rocky yeah, I Balboa it. the other night. How was it? Eh, you know what? It was it was entertaining. It wasn't as it wasn't as crappy as Rocky Five or, you know, I actually kind of like Rocky Four. Rocky Four was with Drago, right? Right. Yeah, I like that. I must but, break uh, you. But it was supposed to heart, you know, to go back to the nineteen seventies yeah. Rocky, yeah. the the, uh, the original. It kind of had that same charm. Which know? one do you like better? Though I mean, there's, there's... I mean, Stallone looks more like an Italian sausage than an Italian <laughs> stallion these days. Cheap joke. I Cheap know. joke. So sorry. Yeah. But, uh, which one? Rocky one, two, or three is is your favorite of the of three? The, I like three with Mister T. When he's rubbing his Motok, Mo Motok, Mohawk, Motok. I love. Three. You don't like any of the Rocky movies? Why not? I'm How could you not, not like the Rocky movies? I do. I'm indifferent. You're just different. I'm just different. <laughs> oh. Let's go back to the eighties. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, let's talk about now. Let's talk about the one true genius thing of the seventies that didn't really get carried over to the eighties quite so much. But if, if you're going to go back and you're going to look at the movies of the seventies, you cannot get around Mel Brooks, the, the genius of Mel oh, Brooks, yeah, oh, yes. and Young Frankenstein oh, and Blazing favorite Saddles. Favorite movie of all time, actually. Blazing yeah. Saddles, I love the the great Madeline Kahn. Tell me, Shotzi, is it uh, true what they say about the way you people are? Gifted? Oh, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. But, uh, you know, it's sad because Mel Brooks would go on into the 80s. And um, I guess he's best known for what? Spaceballs, probably in the 80s. Okay, another thing back to Richard Dreyfus, not to harp on that. But I sat through Dracula dead and loving it in the movie theater and did not sit through Close Encounters. So that explains. So you were, you were bored by Close Encounters? Or you just I was too young, I think, too. Part of it. Let's face it. It's I not, was really too young to probably it's gripping. It's 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 <laughs> it's gripping. entertaining for three straight hours. It's groundbreaking when they're running up Devil's Tower and they're trying to smoke them out. I was really more into do, do, Escape do, from do, Witch do. Mountain. You remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, like, oh, I I'll the, tell you what. I love all the, Disney is now remastering Disney. those and putting oh, them out. Like no deposit, best. no return. Remember that one? Come on, oh, people. You have all What's the- going on here with Don Knotts? <laughs> no. I remember like the Apple Dumpling Gang, but I don't remember yeah, no that's deposit. That's good. But it's not you, have, no deposit, you have all no the Herbie. Return. You have all the Benjis. You have all the. Uh, oh yeah, the Benji man. wasn't Disney. What are you people doing? <laughs> Where'd you grow up? I'm not even. I think you're robots. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Steve. I'm gonna throw out, um, and you can answer this too. I've narrowed down the 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 best, most iconic movies of the '70s. Okay. You pick which one's the best. Okay. You know, different genres, but we're gonna throw all of them. That's out fine. There. That's fine. I like it. Animal House, Jaws, The Godfather, and I'll even throw Apocalypse Now in there, too. I would say Jaws would be the most overrated movie. Wow! I'll see you guys later. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Of those, of the... Um, no, you animal, can't say that. Animal that House is no. Thank you. Put it up. No. Come on. He's totally overrated. Uh, overrated. Animal House is overrated. No, no. Animal House is the funniest of the bunch. Mm. <laughs> I guess so. 
Yeah. 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 murderous no. shark that got no. off an apocalypse? <laughs> I gotta tell you, the funniest of the bunch has to be Apocalypse Now. How could it be over Animal House? Maybe um, Taxi I'm surprised. Driver. I'm surprised you didn't throw Patton in there, because that would probably be my favorite 70s movie. I haven't seen Patton. What? You know, I want you to remember that no bastard ever won war by dying for his country. He won it by making the other poor dumb bastard die for his country. I could give a I've crap. I've seen clips. You're idiots. Wah, 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 wah. Total idiots. He's like up by a flag. That's yeah. What? Oh, look, oh, look, a big crazy flag. Oh. Ooh, he's so God. threatening. You guys are really letting the best <laughs> of my... I've got to say, I just saw Apocalypse Now for the first time, probably within the last month when I was training for the World Series of Pop Culture. What did you think of it? It's a hard movie to get through. I would have to say Dennis Hopper was my favorite part of it. I could see where Brand. I love Dennis Topper in it, but it's a hard movie. It, I felt like it was work to get through. Uh, I could appreciate it's what it was doing and the groundbreaking cinema that it I was. Totally left out Star Wars too. Well, Star Wars is a whole different genre. I mean, you can't even put that in the same category with the rest of the movies that we're talking about today. I mean, it really. It's it's a phenomenal. You could you could have a stuck stuck in the Star Wars. Podcast I gotta say, to. the best movie of the seventies was the Boy in the Plastic Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> creepy, creepy. But I just gotta get back to one thing. Jaws is one of the most perfect movies of all time. It is. Steve. It, is. it really no, is. No. Oh, it is. Sorry. Absolutely. What what what, I, what, what can you possibly have against it's this so movie? Hitchcockian, and that the. You never even really see the shark, yet you're afraid of it. Yeah. Oh, come on. I, I don't know. The music? Just, you're just being contrarian. You're being contrarian? No. No, I honestly don't like it when it's on TV and everyone it. accelerated heart rate? It's because it's, no. it's fringe. To, to fringe. You're so fringe. fringe. Yeah, that's it's right. fringe to say that, uh, that Jaws is overrated. That's why. I, I have a Roy Scheider com- complex. <laughs> you like, do? You have an no. irrational fear of him? Yeah. Ever since uh, 20, 2012... Uh, the sequel to 2001. I just can't. I can't watch any of his movies. Uh, <laughs> no, I. I no Jaws. No, I just Patton. I would go for uh, Animal House. You know, obviously. Oh it's, come it's on. Just, Young Frankenstein. But you know what? Funnier. If you really had to sum up the 70s though in one one movie, when it comes towards the end, it's got to be Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Am I wrong? Because here's a movie that's set. It's a it's a perfect movie. Every other movie that we've talked about really has been based in a time period other than the seventies. But other than but really, Saturday Night Fever now, is a, is a okay. yeah no no well, set you know Saturday Night Fever is set in, in I mean it's it's a perfect time capsule of the of the late seventies and I love it. I have it at my desk right now. I'm going to watch it as soon as we get out of here instead of working. Wow. Okay. But uh, yeah. you know what's really sad is because Travolta stars in two of the best movies of the 70s, Grease and, uh, and Saturday Night Fever, yeah. and then disappears for the entire 80s. I'm going to put you on the spot right now, Steve Spears. Go ahead. Uh, this is hardcore. Are you ready? Which decade had the better movies, the 70s or the 80s? Oh, abs- um, absolutely the 70s. I mean, I, don't, I can't even believe you have to think about that. It just depends what you mean. No. 70s, 70s, absolutely. You know, don't even probably think about probably it. in some in some categories. I mean, definitely the seventies, war movies for sure. But uh, in, in, in other categories, like crappy teen movies, exploitation movies, eighties you know, hands down. I still love. I mean, I would rather watch. I would rather watch uh, 
Red Dawn a hundred times than have to sit through Jaws once. Oh, I can't believe you keep saying this. It's giving me a headache. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then we're switching the topic. Here we go. How about it's, the Warriors? Have you ever seen the Warriors? Many, many times, you like my that? friend. Of course. That's a good movie. Anybody who doesn't like the Warriors. And to me, that's one of those fringe movies that you could almost call an 80s fringe. movie. It's uh, That's what it's all about today. It's all it's about, about it's, it's, it's about the transition from the 70s into the 80s. And I think the Warriors is a good example. You should example. tell people you're wearing a half shirt right now that has <laughs> exactly. fringe right over your right. belly button. And mesh. Oh, you know, what's, you know what's really bizarre about the 70s, too? I mean, it's funny. It's, it's just ironic that we talk about it. You know who emailed me the other day? I got an email from at the Stuck in the 80s uh, email box from Randy Jones, the original cowboy from the Village People. He's been reading the blog. No way. Yeah. Really? That's really? cool. Reading the blog, enjoying it. and uh, just Which to... one was he? The cowboy. He was the, the cowboy. cowboy. Okay. He's still around today. He still performs. He's not with the band anymore. Okay. But he performs, you know. He figured the... he was better off on his own. Yeah. Well, I mean, really I think, I think there's, his career again. I think there's only two or three original members of the yeah. band. Yeah. The, uh, the Native American, who yeah. back then we called the Indian, he helped um, open like the Native American Museum on the Smithsonian, which I thought was insane. I know, like this really regal, prestigious place with these beautiful artifacts. It's like, come on, everybody, <laughs> is anyone here in the Navy? Hey, <laughs> you know. So, well, that's a good time as anything. Let's transition to the music of the seventies because obviously, um, we're all we all have our. <laughs> <laughs> But it was really wow. weird to hear from him, who's who's. Uh, I mean, and, and the village people did go through into the. Into Are we gonna the, interview uh, him? We're gonna, uh, I'm gonna try to do a Q and A with him for the blog. That'd be fun. Oh, that'd be fun. And that's uh, great. I mean, take that seriously too. I did. That's great. I, I was a huge village people fan. You just saw them. I did. I just saw them at Janice Landing, probably about a year ago. And yeah, it was a good crowd. Yeah. What yeah. song? What song did the crowd really rise up to the well, most? Well, it would have been. Do they spread out? YMC, well, YMCA, of uh, course. So. Do they do YMCA? Like, do they do like a forty-five-minute version yes, of YMCA? Yeah, yeah, they do. But in um, the Navy, Macho, macho Man. Man. Do they? I, I'm curious about their set list with the Village People because let's be honest, they don't have a. Yeah, they had three big hits. No, I think you'd probably find it closer to eight or nine if you really. No, eight or nine no, hits. No. If you were a hardcore fan of theirs, there, there was no. more. Trust me. Well, there was more, but they've <laughs> only played about me. seven Trust songs. Me. I love you. Look, look, look! I have been subjected to the movie. Can't, the movie can't stop the music that the Village People did in 1980. Oh, Bruce Annabelle. Jenner's in that. Yeah, Bruce Jenner. I have been subjected to that movie so many times. I, why trust is me, that? Why would Why would my, somebody my be in family, that position? My family were huge fans of that movie. They spent, is this like uh, a holiday film? You got no, like every Christmas you gather around and oh, watch God. it. Oh God! If it was only once a year, that would have been a good thing. But um, but no, we used to watch every time the cowboy this pulls off his chaps, an angel gets his wings. Something this like that. Explains a lot. Okay, about Sean, Steve Sean <laughs> save us here. Give us your favorite uh, songs from the seventies. Um, well, I have a deep dark secret. Well, I have lots of deep dark secrets on yeah. uh, this episode, but. I have an addiction, an obsession for soft hits of the oh. 1970s. Really? So 10CC, um, Seals and Crofts. Oh, sure. Oh. England, Dan, and John Ford oh, Coley. me too. I love oh. soft hits. But I love one of the greatest pop songs of all time. It was written by a man named Neil Sedaka. And it was covered by a little duo named Captain and Tennille. Oh. oh. 
And this song is called Love Will Keep Us Together. It might be my favorite song from the 70s. Wow. Total classic. What do you think about I'm that, Steve? Overrated. Muskrat love myself. Oh, muskrat love is bad. <laughs> Steve, would you say that uh, that's fringe? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can't oh, say that. Can't. I can bleep that. You can't say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, anybody like Sean Cassidy? Um, I suspect one like, person did. <laughs> like is not e- doesn't even cover it. I love Sean. But the restraining order still does. It does still exist. <laughs> but only in Illinois. No. I um, he was my very first love, my very Over, first. Um, album. What was uh? And his brother was David. David Cassidy, David Cassidy from the Partridge brother. Family. Yeah. Yes, but he was a little bit old for me already by that point. Sean was a little younger, you know. Not when not I big, was five. Not Leaf. No Leaf Garrett. No mm, love for no, Leaf Garrett. No. I mean, he was okay. He was cute and all, but no, it was Sean, Sean Cassidy. Do you watch American Idol these days at all? Do you watch Sometimes, American Idol? Yeah. Have you seen Sanjaya? Yeah. I think his appeal is totally the Sean Cassidy thing. Tiger beat, feathered hair. Yeah. I used to feather my hair. Teeth. Sean had you never great your hair. Teeth. I feathered it. It was feathered. Oh, yeah. I you had the perm. feathered you hair. Perm. No, white my teeth. hair, when it gets really long, it starts to get these ridiculous kind of waves. Oh, in the yeah. Mouth. It goes, yeah, no. You know, like, I, it, it's really un, not nice at all. It's, hmm. It looks awful, but like, really. But I'd feathered my hair. I'd feather it back with the you know wings. Oh. You would have loved me in the 70s. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, Sassoon, so, yeah. wasn't that Sassoon? I oh, yeah, like this yeah. Velour pullover. Oh, yeah, velour. Big, big fashion don't. Big fashion don't in the 70s that doesn't ever need to come. All right, so Sean yeah. Cassidy. Who else? Who else did you like, Kathy? Um, well, is it, you know, a toss-up between that and Kiss. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, we got to talk about I, I, I figure you as a, I figure you as the Peter Chris fan. Yeah, but you know, my I have a I have a really big weakness for drummers <laughs> that's probably started with Kiss. So that might explain it. It might start with my big crush. Is there alone? Just a few more Kiss was the band I think that got me out of listening to my parents' music. I mean, I yeah. think up until that point in my life, I, pretty much anything I listened to was stuff that my parents listened to. What, so. what, what they listen to? Captain Tennille and yeah. and uh, Sadaka. He got Sadaka oh, in the house. Paul Anka and Ooh. Ooh. Neil Diamond. Oh, when they Neil, were feeling Hot Summer feet. Night. Yeah, with, uh, Hot August Night. Hot August Night. Sorry. Yeah. I was gonna say Hot Summer Night. So, Not to be confused with Afternoon Delight. Peter Frampton. <laughs> we gotta mention Frampton. The seventies. Yeah. It's too big. It's too much, Steve. I can't it's handle too much. it. <laughs> I know. But uh, Kiss, I think, was the first band where I where I, I could claim it as my own. My parents obviously had no interest in it. In fact, I think they would have preferred me not be into Kiss. But I still remember someone giving me a copy of a Kiss Alive 2.
and you open it up, and there's Gene Simmons sweating like me. <laughs> Except for he's got a little bit more blood coming out of his mouth than I do right now. <laughs> just, a, just a smidge more. So, and you and you listen to it, and you're just like, Jesus, what the hell? Is, I mean, it was it was a fantastic album to kind of pull you away from you know your parents' music. My dad took my two brothers to see Kiss twice, and then. As payback time, you know, he took me to my first concert, Duran Duran, and he after Duran Duran, he said, "I oh, wish I could man. have gone seen to go see Kiss again. I'd rather do that. <laughs> it was better on my ears." It's, it, that's a tough <laughs> subject for me because I was I was not allowed to go see Kiss in concert when they. Came I was through. too young, so, and I wasn't allowed to go see Duran Duran when they came through. See, so. Well, that's because your parents have this weird thing about the concerts, the like concert rule. All of a sudden, at the last minute, you can't go to that in the, concert. In the, in the seventies, we were all. And we'll even include Steve in this. I mean, we were all like these, you know, these playground kids, and like we'd hear things from older kids, and so oh, everything yeah. had this, this, you know, the, the, this this greater like you know, taint to it or myth to it, you know. And so Led Zeppelin and, uh, oh, and I Kiss. I mean, these were, you know, my mom would be, oh, this is that's Bad Boys music. You know, oh, totally. Like well, I know. She's like, do you want to go to Bad Boys school? No. <laughs> no and I listen know. to Sadaka. I mean, come on, I love Led Zeppelin, but I, I don't even think I was but allowed even, to listen to even, them in I, the seventies. I mean, Porky's was in the early eighties, early eighties, right? Yeah, but even then, like, I mean. What was your stripe? Stripes was seventy eight, maybe seventy. No, it was eighty. Eighty stripes, eighty. Eighty. Yeah. But even like being that young, even all these these movies, you'd be like, oh god, you know, you'd be terrified of these things. I remember when Animal House came out, and everyone was making a big deal about it, and I wasn't even allowed to ask about it. I remember I would be, like, can we go see? No, no. <laughs> what did no. you just say? You weren't <laughs> even allowed to say the word animal or house. But I do remember getting no. the uh, Kiss Rock and Roll All Night eight track tape and the only reason I bought it was I thought the cover looked so wicked and I just oh, knew yeah. it would upset my parents and it did of course because it's got a little cartoon drawing of them all on there but uh, no Kiss was no Kiss see was it, the Kiss never upset my parents really I don't know the Eddie Rabbit album though that upset the my mom the rainy night <laughs> yeah, oh yeah that upsets me now the rainy night what's that supposed to mean <laughs> <laughs> I like Eddie Rabbit I don't mind him he's more 80s driving though. my life away not well yeah. Just you and I, Kathy Boss. <laughs> sharing our love together. God. Watching Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> oh, no. Then you had to ruin it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Listening to you scream in terror. <laughs> yep. Please bring me um, something uh, happy. Puppies, puppies. Okay, pick a song. Cassidy. Pick a song to wash it away. Uh, um, to do run, run, run. Oh, that's so nice. Yes. That song makes me ill, Kathy. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, come on. It does. I'm sorry. Hey. But I will not apologize for my love of Sean. <laughs> Sean Daly. <laughs> oh, coincidence? I think, I think not. not. You also love Sean Connery, Sean Young. Sean, there you go. Sean of the, the Dead. Sean of the Dead. <laughs> hey, let me ask Sean you Sean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you one question. Disco in the 70s, what? I mean, Sean, you're you're the pop music critic. I mean, you s- sort of have a knowledge. Finally, you've acknowledged that, Steve. Your uh, your blog. You've got that he has knowledge your, or what? your blog was read by over two thousand people yesterday. 
It was? Yeah, it was. <laughs> For what? The hurricane playlist? No, I think some radio station linked to your item about uh, the American Idol. Oh, uh, cool. All right. But uh, my, That's my nuts. question is, how does that make you feel when my blog beats yours? For one day. Oh, you oh. are such an arrogant <laughs> bad word. Here's my question. Yes. Disco. Disco starts in the late 70s, ends in the late 70s. Why? Yeah, punk chased why did it? Why? What caused it? Was it that bad that it had to end that quickly? I think what it was is that it was, it was party music, you know, and it was part, everyone was having a good time and going out and doing their drugs and dressing up in their, uh, you know, their, their crazy pants, crazy knickers, as yes. Kathy might say. And, uh, and I think the res- what chased it out was supposedly music that had soul and, and heart, and we were all supposed to be getting more more serious about things and maybe the world was in you know disarray and i think that's what happened but now all of a sudden we went back and kind of you know i think the 80s was almost like a, a, we went, kind of went through a disco phase i mean oh, yeah, duran yeah. duran is great music i like a lot of the disco music today. i think it's incredibly overplayed you know but it was just i mean but it I was mean, a fad should, yeah. but we we all came back to we came back to disco a lot more than we came back to say and i you know i mean i love funk music you know as a movement but Disco, you know, funk actually kind of went out too, and then there's still some great stuff there. But I think disco as a whole is we, we embraced yeah. again because you know it was kind of it was just party music. It was you know nothing serious about it. And Does I that make any sense at all? The dance, the dance music of the '80s without disco either. Yeah, and so all those people who were like, where would they do that? Cleveland or Chicago when they had the disco Chicago. socks? Chicago, right? it was Chicago, it was the disco July socks. July 12, 1979. It was awesome. a White Sox game. Did it have to end such a violent death? I mean, is there any other? Is <laughs> that there, was I think it. Was, I think radio was behind that, and I think it was because radio was frightened. I mean, did you have a shirt that said "Disco honest. Sucks" or "Death to Disco"? I mean, I know I did. No, I had a yeah. shirt that said "We Came, We Saw, We Party Naked." <laughs> I think that, I think that <laughs> might have been in the eighties. I'm not sure. Yes, it was. Yeah. I <laughs> oh, I had, and mine was like three sizes too small, so it might as well oh. said "Look at Sean's nipples." <laughs> like all puppies. my other shirts. Oh, the I mean, first puppies of it, the yes. of the of the new era, <laughs> but. Uh, it died such a violent death. I mean, you can't even think of another genre of music that, that just died so suddenly and with such public uh, condemnation as, as disco. I think disco, I mean, look, it was linked to what was it, uh, Studio 54? Yeah. Studio 54, yeah, you know, and a, and a certain decadence. And I think it was also that a, um, the, uh, maybe a, a, I want to say a, a blue collar or a, a lower middle class Definitely. uprising against that, yeah. where disco was perceived as people who could f- afford to go out and, and do tons of expensive designer drugs and wear all this fancy clothes. You know, I mean, I, I'm just kind of rambling here, but I think that's what happened. So all these people are like, yeah, there's punk and rock and, you know, it was chased out by a music that, you know, had a little more edge. But then we went to the 80s where we kind of all went back to that again anyway. Yeah. You know, but 80s music is still... Look at disco, you look at 80s music. I mean, that stuff's got legs now. So the death of disco leads us to where? Where we all started? The 80s. The 80s, exactly. So, well, we've had our fun. We've talked about the 70s. We promise we will never talk about it again. Oh, never say never. Hey, I'm serious. Uh, Anyone who wants to talk Six Million Dollar Man with me, please email me, blog me. And if anyone ever saw that bionic woman where she's trapped in the building and the voice is like, hello, Jamie. You must go forward, and it's dark, and she's flipping out. It's like a psychological experiment. Was it? Was it? You remember those crosses? Don't seriously. I need to it hear about happened. this. It never happened. No, it did. Help me. <laughs> Help me. Are you confusing it maybe with the Incredible Hulk or something? No, but know. I'll talk about Incredible Hulk if you want to. Do. <laughs> no, that was that seventies. Yeah. It is now. Yeah, it is now. You kind of look like the Hulk today in your green shirt. Nice, thank you. 
my ego has been properly resized. Guys, I just want to say day. that it's been a while. It's great to be back. I missed yes. you. I missed the gang, and uh, I hope we go forward. We keep Me doing too. them. We got a lot of great shows in mind for the coming weeks. We may not be producing quite as often as we we once were, but we'll still be out here. Got an interview with Mr. Kenny Loggins coming up. We're probably gonna do the Red Scare movies of the eighties eventually. Probably gonna do a um, a meet and greet with Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, please no. Until then. But until we see you next time, we will be stuck here, hopelessly, in the 80s. Ciao. The getting so exciting. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. To read our blog, go to blogs.tampabay.com slash 80s. Email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com and remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. I may not even keep, I may not even keep it up for five seconds just so you know. Where's your problem? What'd you say? Never mind. <laughs> That's the old Sean. <laughs> Everything's got to be a boner joke to you, doesn't hey, it? Hey, hey, hey.